that was uh that was um really poorly executed <laughs> that took way longer than i expected <laughs> i couldn't even get the headphones on properly oh what we, a bunch we of are n- we're not gonna survive um <laughs> we are not gonna survive um wow oh. interesting times i hope everyone's been staying well yeah. taking why, care why of each other why have i got my my cafe on i'm actually quite hot now <laughs> it's oh, fucking hot. hot you look like you're about to commandeer a tank or something oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just forgot, forgot my rpg um yeah wow um a lot of stuff has transpired things are going on things are, things going, are on. going on things are going on i think uh preparedness is on the lips of everyone um there are people who have always been prepared who were made fun of <laughs> yeah called the preppers <laughs> the preppers yeah and the whole um uh you know um what, what is it like doomsday preppers thing i mean there, there's a lot of like crazy paranoid people but hey if something happens they got a they got one step ahead of everyone else right they got some stuff yeah, yeah. well as long as they're uh prepared for anything i know some people are prepared for certain things you know, one person's prepared for the zombie apocalypse. The other person's prepared for a uh, asteroid to hit. The other one's prepared for something else. Yeah. But are they prepared for everything? Well, I guess if you're prepared for one thing, apparently you're prepared for most things. And so there's there's a couple of essentials that you should always keep regardless, food, water. But I guess after that, yeah, you can kind of tailor your own style. Like, do you have a bunker? Yeah. No one has a fucking bunker here. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the elite do. Bill Gates does. <laughs> Bill Gates does. Yeah. He's got there a lot of doomsday bunkers, right? All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's not yeah, talk yeah. about uh, Bill. <laughs> old, old Billy. Old Bill. Billy. Old Bill. Yeah. We'll, we'll fucking rip him to shreds later. <laughs> like you were saying, the, the essentials that you'd need if you're at home, food and water. Mm-hmm. You'd need... If you don't already have enough for 72 hours, I think you're definitely on the losing end. I would say, to be blunt, but... Uh, hang on, hang on. 72 hours is 24, 48... Three days. Three days. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, three, you, you need at least three days of supplies. Right. Whatever you need. Now, that, that extends to things like medication as well, so it's not just food and water, but anything that you can't live without for three, for three days. Yeah. How so, much... Well, what's a recommended uh, water intake per day? You need at least, uh, I would say, comfortably one to two liters a day. One to two liters a day. So over three days, that's three, four, four liters of water. It's fuck all. Here's the thing: we can still go out. So really, it, it's it's no big deal at the moment. You can kind of stretch it out. I don't know why. Who the fuck's panic buying? I haven't seen it myself. I know it's yeah. happening. Yeah. But. Um, and well, it's, it's more along the lines of the supply chain as well. The funny hit, the thing so. is, the fin- thing is, I feel like a lot of the people that have been panic buying are the same people that are begging and calling for a real lockdown. Yeah, and there are there actually are morons out there that are calling for the military to be on the street, right? Yeah. <laughs> we saw that news anchor pretty much calling for military-style lockdowns, you know. Yeah. Um, be careful what you wish for because, you know, <laughs> yeah. be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Uh, us old fucking nut jobs, you know, we... The, the, I love looking at stuff that is on the peripheral. Like, while all this stuff is happening, the amount of other things being slid under the table as all this happens is very interesting, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that's not a full lockdown. But if it does, let's say you can't even leave your house. Let's play with that idea okay, okay. for a while. Let, let's, how, how long would you reckon? If, let's, if we were put actually told quarantine, no one can leave the house. Mm-hmm. What's a ballpark figure that they'd say for how long? I would say... At the most, I could probably see them doing it like 14 days at the most. 14 days, you can't leave your house. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Like not even like the way it is now, essentials, like if you need food or if you need to mm. go go to a doctor for some unrelated thing or if you need to go get your hair cut. Will it come to that? Maybe not, but let's toy with the idea that okay. you, you can't even okay. leave the house. Okay. So. Um, what do you do? What do you do? You have... Well, um. Yeah. Netflix and chill. <laughs> like, that's all these jer- Corona Jerk Fest 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but part of it, like, for, for me, it would be fucking amazing. You know, just like, okay, I'm literally getting a two week holiday from work at least. Yeah. Which means I'm suddenly just like, suddenly, oh, so much stress is just being lifted. Like, it's none of this, oh shit, I gotta wake up at a specific time, mm. I gotta jump in traffic, go to work, and then spend a whole day. I'm literally, it's just like, it's like, yeah, okay, I've got all this time, all this time to do anything I want. But I, I just, as long as I don't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I suppose that could be good. You know, people, we got, we got our Netflix, we've got our computers, we've got, uh, we've got many things to keep us occupied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, probably too many things, actually. Probably too many things. Yeah. You probably get PS4. You go down rabbit holes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd like to see it as an opportunity to become, to be a bit more creative. Or a bit more, I mean, actually be creative again. Well, how many people are spending more time with their family now? Like, after a long time, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone's kind of stuck in the house, you know? Um, but, yeah, if, if you can't leave, as long as you have the essentials, uh, you've got essential services all around you, power, water, What are your essential foods? What have you got? What, what, what is your go-to in your kitchen pantry? <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of, I would say canned stuff, but you've got to be aware though, with a lot of canned stuff, it's very high in sodium. So you can get like dehydrated after you eat a lot of canned stuff. Yeah. So I have a lot of non-perishable stuff like oats and cereals, stuff that like you can just keep forever. A lot of rice. <laughs> I mean, r- rice is so cheap and like a bucket full of it will feed you for like a year, yeah. six months to a year. Well, the thing know. is because normally... Because, you know, I live by myself. I don't go through that much stuff. Yeah. So, and I actually kind of, I went shopping before the real panic buy kicked in. And actually, I, you know, I bought toilet paper. I bought some pasta. I bought some canned stuff. <laughs> and then now I go to the shops and it's like fucking nothing there. I'm like, well, at least, you know, I've got this, I've already got this shit in my fucking uh, cupboard. Yeah, yeah. But um, what, what, I, what I found funny was, so I've got, I essentially got the canned stuff that I like. So, you know, I've got some canned beetroot. I've got the canned peaches. Uh, I even got a can of pineapple. Pineapple size, so I can do my pineapple chicken rice. Um, <laughs> pineapple with rice? Pineapple? You never had pineapple rice? Get out oh, of here. Man. And you call yourself an Asian. No. Um, <laughs> I hate... I don't like sweet shit with that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but you go to the shops now, and especially in the canned section, it's only like the, the shit stuff left. 
as if like everyone just becomes like in the pa- everyone's panic buying, but they're still you know got to make sure that they get their their the right thing or yeah. their choice and mm-hmm. make sure that they get what they want and everything else left is like the stuff that never sells. <laughs> That's probably better for you anyway. <laughs> like there's so much like uh, can. Uh, like plain beans, chick- yeah, like chickpeas, all, all the the, the spam, canned beans, and chickpeas. <laughs> the spam. Obviously, the Asians aren't buying all the food out. They're just getting all the toilet paper because they say spams all over the place. Um, corned beef, man. This I'm in my zone, man. I'm in my element. <laughs> all this horrible canned meat. I, I, I eat that stuff anyway. Uh, what what else? Like the, the all the like sardines, tuna. That's all there. But it's just like people go for the the comfort food, right? The beans, yeah. the Heinz beans, yeah. and the fucking toilet paper is all gone. Yeah. Um, now a lot of a lot of medication, like uh, over the counter stuff, like asthma medication, people are buying that even if they don't have asthma, and I think that's mm. a, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, certain things like that. Yeah. I mean, I I went and bought at the same time. I bought some uh, some Panadol and some Lemsip because they're just yeah. they're just two things I always have in the house. Yeah, and I just used my last Panadol for my last weekend. Um, <laughs> so I went, I, I had bought some Panadol as well and I went there today and all the Panadol's gone. Yeah. All the Lemsip's gone. I'm like, well, I'm fucking glad that I've got some of that beforehand. Definitely need some fever reducing drugs. So Panadol, Nurofen, things like that are probably really important. Um, because that, even like in a survival situation, if you get a cut and you have an infection, what's the first thing that happens? Fever, bad fever. Mm-hmm. Right. So you do need like some sort of a... Uh, a painkiller that is fever reducing as well. Uh, do, do you, does anyone have a med kit? Do you have a med kit? Um, I a trauma a, kit. A fir- well, a first aid, I do have a first aid kit. Yeah, but it's I don't have it on me. Okay, where is it? It's uh at an undisclosed location. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, have to, I have to. We have to travel just to get a band aid. Right. Um, but I mean, I've got uh, mm. bits and pieces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, uh, I don't even know how they use one, but I've got one. <laughs> I've got, it's got like a basic trauma kit with bandages and yeah. stuff in it. Yeah. Well, half the shit you never end up using in a first aid probably, kit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> probably don't. Yeah. Yeah. You're stuck at home for two weeks. You you probably get by. I think the only thing is you know you get to a point where you know you've got your food, you've got your entertainment. You know you you miss out unless unless of course you're. Uh, you have a family or you're living with someone, you've got some kind of human, human interaction. Yeah. Um, you know, you've, you've got a pet, so you've got someone to hang out with and talk to them and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd end up um, hanging from one of the rafters <laughs> uh, half, halfway through day two. <laughs> <laughs> that is so dark. <laughs> oh. Nah, it's all right. I'd, I'd fake my own death. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, I still think... Even in, in a, 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 a full-on... I mean, I'd, I'd hate for it to happen, but even in a full-on curfew situation, it, man, you've got a roof over your head, you're fine. If you're homeless or if you're sick, that's when it gets tricky. If, you're, if you know someone who's, like, terminally ill, you know, mm. that's where it can get... Tri- like, uh, I think it's definitely the health aspect of it is probably the trickiest bit yeah. if you can't leave. Step it up a notch. So that, let's say one day, all right, you wake up, uh, you chuck a piss, you go to get a drink of water out of the tap, and nothing comes out. You look at your microwave, the timer is, the, the light's not on. The clock's not there. There's no power. Okay, yeah. <sighs> uh, 
Okay. Okay. I need to ask. I need to clarify. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is this while you're not allowed to leave for two weeks or is this completely unrelated? Uh, you could say either. Okay. You could say either. Yeah, yeah. Let's say... Let's add well, it on. Let's add it on to the... Why, you want to do it separate? Well, I'm just... I, I, well, it's hard because, you know, if, if something like that happens, mm-hmm. right, but it, it was just a normal day, you know, obviously you call up the electrician, you call up the water power, you call up someone and say, you know, this isn't on. But I guess you could say that if it's a situation where you're not the only one, let's say the entire apartment or the entire block... No power, mm-hmm. no water. Let's say half the city. Almost like an EMP style situation. You could say like an EMP. Yeah. So now, okay, I'm, no, I'm not going to go EMP just yet because that kind of... That's about communications as well. That's communication, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you, you would just say you had no power, no water, no nothing. Well, you, you, you first have to ask the questions, why? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And how is it going to be solved? If it is an entire grid or entire city, it's kind of that, well, is it being fixed or what's the situation? Mm. How long do you have to sit around for it to come back on? You know, that, that, <laughs> I'll go back to Joe Rogan's de-evolution. It's that whole idea of when the power goes out, you just sit around and wait for someone else to fix it. Mm. You know, and how long before you realize that it can't be fixed? Yeah. And it's that three days, yeah. Oh, the, three oh, the, days. Th- the third day, people will be like walking out the front. Just yeah. start to loiter out the front. Yeah. Yeah. And wonder, wonder yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you'd think that, okay, now this is where we go into the communication because if there was a situation that was causing the power to go out, let's say something dire, something crazy, mm-hmm. you'd get these sort of announcements um, pushed through your mobile phones. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I guess a mobile phone would be the only way because you have no power, you have no TV. Which, but, mind you, uh, New Zealand recently pushed out. A couple of days ago, they pushed out a mass alert through everyone's phone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pl- places do that all the time. It's yeah, actually yeah. something like... Um, Earthquake warnings. Tel- like yeah, that, telecoms yeah. can do that. They can yep. they can push messages through their networks. Mm. Um, so, you'd still get this... You'd still get the information. You'd still know what's going on. You'd know how to sort it out if you're stuck at home for another three days and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, um, like you're saying, if it was an EMP type thing, where just all electrical devices are gone. Mm. Like the, the, the city just goes dark. That's a, that becomes a, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's where my heart would be beating a bit. Do you think that would hit harder than uh, no food and water? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because people would feel so isolated. Yeah, it's, yeah, you suddenly lose communication. You yeah. cannot communicate. I mean, yeah, you have to go out on the streets. And start talking to people, but you're not allowed within one and a half meters of anyone. So, how are you going to communicate? Well, like you literally can't, you couldn't even like call your mum and say, what, like you'd have to drive over, the, you'd have to get there yeah. to talk to them. Yeah. yeah. And think about what would happen because you could say, you could argue that if there's an electrical, uh, an EMP that takes out all electrical devices, traffic lights are gone as well. Well, everything, yeah. Everything. Uh, it would just. <laughs> So that's why it brings me to my next thing, which is to have some sort of cash out, a little bit of cash out. Now, people argue, well, when shit hits the fan, cash no, one, no one cares about cash. Cash is going to mean nothing. Yeah. But what if independent shops are going to stay open for cash? 
right? But they don't have FPOS. Then you could still buy... You have a little glimmer of hope that you can buy yeah, now some the, supplies, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the amount of people like even me, I don't, I've never, I never use cash. Yeah. Unless I'm buying drugs. No. <laughs> but I, I, I never, never use cash. Yeah. Um, there's, in a situation of uh, an EMP where you've lost all electrical devices, all communication, everything's lost, power lights are out. Yeah, it wouldn't, I don't think it would take long for fucking chaos to break out because. Streets would end up getting jammed. You know, someone would there. Someone would crash at some point. Someone would go through and then cause a big fucking fight. The cops would be out trying to do their jobs, but they can't communicate with anyone. Uh, I think people would start stealing shit. Oh, it would. It would. It would be chaos. It yeah. would be absolute fucking chaos if if there was an EMP blast for mm. sure. Now, does EMP include car engines? Or it, they can they can do because I've heard they can affect like any type yes, of well, mechanism like motorized or as, well know, cars are basically electronic. Well, yeah, a lot of cars that have little have actually have computers in them that sort of tell the engine what to do mm. type thing. I mean, an old, maybe my old car was just a battery connected to a fucking engine <laughs> it might still work. Um, yeah, because yeah, and speaking of batteries, that becomes the thing that you kind of need. If you've lost all electricity, Definitely, batteries. Yeah. I'm pretty sure batteries still work after in an EMP. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't like suck the energy out of them. So the batteries would still work. Um, Definitely, uh, I f- totally forgot about batteries. But yeah, I mean, they, they say that in a survival situation, that's also a currency. Yeah, batteries. You know. Well, like you know, if you you, you need your flashlight, mm-hmm. you need maybe. Oh, I don't wonder if walkie talkies would work. Like handheld uh, UHF radios in an EMP. Would a ham radio work? That's well, communication I like signal. I think like a ham would be because it's just running on batteries that's just sending a signal. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. that's, I want to see like, an EMP pulse is one of those scenarios where almost like no one believes it's ever going to be possible. Like it would never happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Just like a um a, a coronavirus pandemic, <laughs> no one would ever think it would happen. Bill Gates back in twenty fifteen. Um, <laughs> event two hundred one. Uh, no, well, event two hundred one was last year, but he last year, back in, in two thousand and fifteen. Two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's, he's got a hard on for he's vaccines. Got a hard on for vaccines and pandemics. <laughs> um, uh, he, he yeah, let's not go to, to Bill, uh, Bill Gates. Have you heard about electromagnetic storms before? Because that knocks out communications and compass, so Ooh. even like your compass cannot show north. True yeah, north. well, the um, that's an electromagnetic. An, an actual another a, a big fear of scientists is as well is a, a huge solar flare. Yeah, from the sun, because a solar flare would essentially knock our electromagnetic field off mm-hmm. its um. It would just have a huge impact on our Earth's electromagnetic field, as well as all electrical devices across the planet. So not only have you just got wiped out through your network devices, but the entire planet, its uh, electromagnetic field would just fucking, I don't know if it would crumble, but it would definitely sort of have a huge uh, effect on it. Let's move on to the most dreaded one of all. which is a situation where everyone has to leave. 
like a mass evacuation. Mass evacuation. So either either because of a natural disaster or terrorist attack, whatever whatever the reason. An invasion or anything, whatever the reason doesn't matter. But let's say you have to fucking get out. Well, okay, you know, it does matter. It does matter because. Okay. Is it an organized mass evacuation where, you know, you could say authorities are directing people saying, go this way, go that way? Um, I'm going to say yes to that. Or is it every man and woman for himself? No. Like, every, fuck the children, every man and woman. <laughs> I, for the purpose of this, let's just say uh, it's an organized official thing and you get an alert on your phone, all citizens evacuate your homes immediately. Mm. Uh yeah, let, let's. I don't really yeah. think we have to go into why. No, but yeah, yeah well, not why, but you have to sort of think. So, if if you, if that happened and you just got a note saying, you know, you've got you've got half an hour, or you've got one yeah. hour, or at mm. at this time on this day, everyone will be shipped out. Yeah. You first, the first thing I would ask, the first thing I would ask would be, where am I going? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think. Knowing where you're going allows you to uh, prepare, prepare for it. Um, so, you know, like, yeah, if you, if, uh, and I'd, I'd be really terrified if they didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't fucking tell me where I'm Let's going. Let's get more specific. Let's say everyone is called to evacuate and they say something like Optus Stadium or, or something is like a, like a, Almost like a refuge place. Or, or they, they have certain... Everyone in this area go yeah. here, everyone there go there. Say, yeah. Everyone's moving out. Basically, you've got to get out of your house, right? Well, I'd, I'd like... To, it's the urgency. I want to know the urgency. Is, what, is this the kind of thing where I can just put my thongs on, uh, grab, some, grab, grab, grab my smokes and stuff and just stroll on over to the stadium? Or is it a... You need, you need to be there because you need to bunk it down. Shit's going to get fucking real. Oh, crap. I need my... That one, yeah. I need my bag. Yeah. I need... Uh, you know, I'm going to... My plan is... I mean, I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a girl. I've got five pairs of shoes. Um, I've got my work boots. I've got my street shoes. I've got my jogging shoes. I've got my five fingers let's just and, say, and my thongs. Let's just say there's a... Like, you don't know if you're coming back. Okay. Like, okay, okay, okay. There okay, could okay. be a chance your home is completely yeah. gone, right? I would so I would sacrifice my stylish street shoes and I'd throw on my um my running shoes. Yeah. Because I've got the better arch support, so it's, you know, I'm going to be much better on that. Well, let's, let's start at the very top. What do you need? I'm going to lift this up. People can't really see. You need a bug out bag. No, don't show your bug out bag. Hide your bug out bag. But the the amount of people that don't even have a bag, you yeah. know, to carry, like a, a, one that has all, like I have that full of everything that I need mm. all the time. But it, it's, apart from the bag, you know, attire, a you know, you got you got to look good, but you also got to look well not look prepared. You got to be prepared as well in the same sense. Absolutely, yeah. So, so it's, uh, it's for temperature, like what the weather conditions yeah, are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the, even the same goes when you're packing a bag. You don't just find all your favorite t-shirts or your favorite things. No, you got to know essential. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it going to be hot? Is it going to be cold? Um, is it going to rain? Is it going to be sunny? What do I need? What do I need? So that's why I've I've actually got picked out um, an outfit. Of what I'm going to wear, mm-hmm. which is what I wear every single day or when I go out. <laughs> yeah. Just my jeans and a black shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've also got a few items sitting there that I know that if that happens, I'm going to need that. I need my thermal pants. 
Uh, I've got a like a thermal long sleeve shirt, and these so they're actually quite you know thin fabric, mm-hmm. but they're thermal design, so they're going to keep me warm. That's enough for the warmth. Yeah, and then I got some shirts, socks, I've, underwear. Nah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> same just same socks, same one pair of underwear. No, no, no. Just free ball it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> command it. Well, it's Australia. It's gonna be hot. Um, but no, yeah. So and a few bits of you know clothing items, but you got to be prepared in terms of what clothing you need. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a thing called the grey man theory. And what the grey man theory is uh, is you do not want to stick out as well. You don't well, want to, like you don't want to be too identifiable. So in in these like SHTF situations, uh, I wouldn't wear like full blown military fucking gear and stuff out there. Well, like, it, it, you'd, it, it, you'd want to kind of look like an, like you could be a dude mm, walking around because yeah. if you look too prepared, you're a target as well. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, a target from what? Now this is the, because this is a whole scenario based thing is. Is it, is it a mass evacuation due to like let's say a natural disaster, or there's you know there's a small asteroid coming that's going to hit somewhere, you know this is actually going to be the safest place. It's not going to cause too much damage. It's only it's only the size of um, uh, Texas. And so it's it's I, I don't in situations like that, uh, I don't think the gray man thing's going to matter because it's kind of just like a, everyone's in the same boat. It doesn't pff, whatever. It was all good. Yeah. If it was, let's say, I don't want to, don't want to say. You mean more a, like a civil unrest type if, scenario? If it was like a civil unrest, kind of like a, a militarized uh, roundup of the civilians. Yeah. Because it, they need to all be checked and they all need to be uh, uh, recorded. They all need to be databased. They all need to be identified. That's that is a situation to me where things get a bit hairy, yeah. And it's kind of for me, I'd kind of be very reluctant to evacuate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they'd tell you that that was going on, but I think you'd get that. You'd have a sense of that is what's going on. Is you're being told to evacuate because of something we're not going to tell you about. Hmm. So in situations like that, yeah, um, a grey man going to set fire to the apartment and <laughs> get out. So when the cops come around to see where I am, like, oh, he must have died in the fire. Yeah. Well, that yeah, I see. Do, do you get what I mean by grey man? Yeah, I, I I know the grey man thing. Yes, I know yeah, the grey yeah. man thing. Yeah. It's basically trying not to stick out. Yeah, as uh, being a, a dude that has uh, all this shit on them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's giving like not only to authorities. Because you look like you're ready to throw down, yeah. but to other civilians that are like, "Oh, you've got shit. Can I hang with you?" Like, yeah. and then you've got all these liabilities around you. But, yeah, but once again, this is like really speculating. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. in in terms of an organised evacuation due to, say, a natural disaster or just something that's going on, I'm sure you'd be given certain instructions as to what to bring mm. and what to, and they'd be like, "And we'll supply everything else for you." Like, okay, you you kind of given these instructions. It's not that hard just to follow them. Hmm. You know, just grab what you want. And people are very good at following instructions. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you can see it all around today. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's something like um, you needing kind of like an every everyone for themselves hmm. and you don't know what's going on and you're kind of like a bit shifty about it, <laughs> then yeah. 
you got to think, you know, do you need to be carrying uh, a bag full of canned fruit <laughs> or do you need maybe something that can break into a store when no one's around? Mm. And tools, you, yeah. yeah well, and what are you bringing? I think that's really up to everyone to tailor yeah, their, I mean, their own uh, little kit. And I think everyone yeah. knows it's, you know, there's some people that are going to be the... Um, what do I say? The good wives and just, you know, just protect their families and be the nice person and ask nicely if they can have some food. And if they get told no, they'll be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry for asking. Then they'll get the other people like, I'm fucking hungry. I want to fucking eat. Um, I don't have any food. That person's got some food. I'm going to go take your food or give me some of your food or else. Or what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Or... Yeah. There's a store there. There's no one around. I'm going to go break into the store. And I'm just going to take some food. That's the other whole other extreme. Mm. They're the kind of the people that you want to avoid and not draw attention, like you're saying, grey yeah. man. Yeah, grey man. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you uh, yeah. Now the grey man can occur in the same apartment block, like people that go next door because they feel like you have something that they don't. You know, mm. so like any little thing, and I, I know it sounds paranoid, but looking too prepared can be a detriment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, or being too prepared, yeah, over prepared, and giving that away. Mm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it just it's it, uh, it it's like I'm saying, it's it's hard to. That's I suppose that's why so many people prepare for certain situations because mm. they can sort of say, you know, this is going to happen, or this is going to happen this is what I need to bring. And therefore, they kind of know. They kind of got this. They've written their own instructions of what to bring, what to do, where to go. But then it's that whole thing of you never know what's going to be, what it's going to be or what's going to happen. Yeah. And you kind of need this broad, well, I mean, I, I don't even know. We've actually explained what the broad uh, idea is that you need, what you, uh, what you need to prepare with but maybe just the idea that, you know, yeah. just prepare <laughs> um, um, uh, any last but uh yeah, yeah. okay yeah no well we, we're getting close to the end now yeah. um, yeah! uh, um oh my god i can't wait to fire up skype yeah so yeah but um okay, my, i just want yeah, my okay. last my last scenario my okay. last scenario okay, is, what is it is uh when it gets to the point that I need to, that I need to flip these tables up <laughs> and just put them up against the windows and uh, clear that couch and put that up against the windows and um, barricade the cage downstairs and sit up here in the middle of the night you know, all the lights off with some binoculars just in case that's that's gonna be the whole other ball game yeah you know when I when I start hearing uh say maybe some military jets flying over or I see some uh Weird lights coming in. Or just black fans. Black fans going around. <laughs> and I can hear gunshots in the background. And I can hear people screaming. Uh. Or I hear some sort of... Some sort of... What was like, that? Uh, that? That was my alien. Um, <laughs> that was my alien. That was like a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I, a good document. Um, there's... Uh, what's it called? Um... Ah, uh, the one with the guy from the office. Um, some alien one. Uh, alien one? It's a new alien thing. Can't remember. We'll find it later. They they, they make the sound with a the taser. Yeah. You know, uh, 
Uh, anyway. uh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, no fucking alien invasion. You know if that becomes a whole other ball game. Everyone for is, is for themselves. The military is doing their best, but they're getting fucking wiped out. You need to now stay here. So you need to be un- you need to be undetected. You need to go predator style and cover yourself in mud so that the heat-seeking killer drones from China don't find you. Killer drones. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. That is my scenario. That is what I'm waiting for. That is my oh shit moment. Okay. Is when I hear when I when I see the double tree blow up. <laughs> when I see the double tree blow up and a few fucking things fly past, I'm out. That's it. There's fucking that. That is it. <laughs> I'm gonna um, bat proof, zombie proof my car downstairs and um, bust out through the gates down the down Wellington Street, shooting off into the distance. <laughs> well, that was just a bit of fun. <laughs> that was just a bit of fun. Uh, hey, we, yeah, we're not trying to add to the fear that that's already going around. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, no, there's there's enough of that going. There's around. enough of fear going on. Yeah, but everyone just self isolate. That's what the government's have been telling you to do. So just do it. It's we'll get through this quickly. Just use this time to get really woke, <laughs> woke or ripped. Get really ripped. Active R- April. Active April is coming Active up. April. Get really ripped. Uh, by that I mean. Get high and work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, and we can, we can all, we can all, you know, we, we won't have jobs for a while, jobs for a while, so we'll just work at home. <laughs> essential worker. We'll, we'll work from home because we're essential workers. <laughs> Two work blokes. <laughs> uh, that sounds like such a bad porno. Everybody, uh, take care. All right. Take care. Rona gonna get you. Rona gonna get you. Rona gonna get you.